welcome to our seventh episode of the uh, Lebanese Physicians uh, Podcast. And uh, today we have a uh, special guest. Uh, it's Dr. Uh, uh, Rula Farah, uh, who is a uh, pediatric uh, hematologist and oncologist who uh, currently practices at uh, the Lebanese American University Medical Center uh, Reza Hospital. And uh, Dr. Farah uh, graduated from uh, the Université Saint Joseph and then uh, did her uh, pediatric residency and fellowship actually in the United States. Uh, she did her uh, residency at the Montefiore Medical Center in New York City and did a fellowship at uh, UT Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas and uh, decided to move back to Lebanon immediately after her uh, training. Moved back in 1998. And since the move, uh, she has been very active, actually, in uh, the care of uh, pediatric oncology patients and hematology patients in Lebanon and has established a, uh, an NGO, uh, the Chance Association, uh, to help pediatric uh, oncology patients and hematology patients afford their uh, uh, treatment in the country. Uh, and she is also the, the representative for the Eastern Mediterranean region uh, in CCI or the Childhood Cancer International. Uh, so, Rila, welcome, welcome to the podcast. So, uh, welcome to this amazing initiative. It's uh, amazing, and, and I'm so proud to be uh, part of it. Thanks, and I'm so happy that you're uh, that you're here too. So, uh, yeah, can you uh, can you tell us a bit like about? Uh, your decision to return to Lebanon and how uh, your your practice and life has been in Lebanon uh, since you returned? Yeah. It wasn't an easy decision. You know, I was doing research on leukemia and it, at that time it was, uh, the trend was immunotherapy and immunotoxins. We were working on this uh, for childhood leukemias. Um, then I, I felt that my impact in Lebanon would be bigger than my impact in the, in the U.S. And uh, in fact, since I came, and I started working in the hospitals and treating children with cancer, I realized that American board uh, is not enough, that having uh, research is not enough, that having publications is not enough, because I felt that you are completely desperate in front of a child who has cancer if you don't have the funds to treat. And this was the trigger, uh, if you if you want to say, you know, a child that I met from Damour who was having had neuroblastoma, which is a very aggressive tumor, I couldn't get to any hospital in Lebanon uh, at that time. I called myself like nine hospitals to admit him. He had chickenpox and was dehydrated. And it was very touching to find him in the parking lot of one of the hospitals sitting there and not being able to be admitted. So it, is, it was a trigger to start uh, being involved with a kind of more social initiative to support the kids with cancer and, um, and make sure that they have access to care. I felt that it wasn't fair for a Lebanese child that didn't have money not to get his chance of cure. We know that uh, cancer, it's true that it is the number one killer in children. And still there are about 400,000 children worldwide diagnosed with cancer every year. But still, in high-income countries, the cure rates are 80%. But then, in low- to middle-income countries, the survival rate is 20%. So in Lebanon, we have all the uh, knowledge and all the facilities and everything to be able to access the 80% cure. So we didn't, I felt that financial difficulties and lack of access to care can uh, hamper these cures. And this is what I totally refused and I didn't want. And we started doing uh, social activities at the LAU risk hospital. It was risk hospital at that time. 
to have some funds to be able to treat the children with cancer. And this is how I felt that my impact for the Lebanese children was, was bigger than just being a, like a regular doctor, where you can be more involved in their, their care, giving them a chance. Right. Yeah, I agree. And that's, that's why I think you developed the, the chance association, right? Uh, why it's called the chance, which comes from children against cancer, but it's also chance, which is giving them a chance to be cured and also a chance for us to help them and to be involved fully in their care. Us as doctors, but also anybody in the society can be a supporter of chance and can help the kids to be cured. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, I know that uh, I used to, when I, when I was there, uh, I used to consult on, even though I was not a pediatric pulmonologist, but at the time I used but to consult. You know how much we trust your, uh, <laughs> your judgment and how much we trust you, and the patients loved you at that time. Yes, I, I used to consult on a good number of your patients, and, uh, and, I, and I was impressed, I mean, by, by the amount of uh, support uh, that they get from uh, your association to be able to uh, afford their treatments and their therapies, because as you know, I mean, it's, it's very costly treatments yeah. for these patients. Uh, so can you tell us a bit about, like, once you established the association, uh, like, how, 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 did you get, how did you get the funding for it, uh, and, and, and what do you do with the funding, and how do you help the patients uh, with that? Absolutely. So a chance wanted from the beginning to be uh, apolitical, a-religious. So we, were, we had every Lebanese child, no matter from where they come, from the north to the south. Uh, we started as a, just helping the kids. We didn't really need to have a, an official NGO. And then Chance started growing, and it was registered as an official NGO in 2005. And last year, we celebrated the 18 years of Chance. From the first child that we helped, that little boy in Damur, so far we have had 800 children access their care. We have covered over 15,000 hospital admissions. And we have been able to make sure that at least 75 to 80 percent of the cure rates are reached. Now this year, with the economic crash and the COVID and all the difficulties, we are having lots of difficulties sustaining ourselves. But Chance, since the beginning, you were asking how we fund ourselves. Has fund we are, we are funding ourselves through our activities. First, we started with, by uh, having the kids draw a calendar, which is became our hallmark, the children's calendar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An annual, an annual calendar that the kids draw and that is sold all over to be able to have fun. We also do activities, uh, events, uh, brunches, dinners, uh, awareness campaigns, etc., where we get sponsors to help us and support the association. So we rely mainly on ourselves and our own activities to get to get self-funded, and also on donations, supporters, families of children who have been cured and who want to help uh, other children. So this is like a self-sustained system. Our volunteers are survivors, uh, they are people from the society, they are people who have lived with someone who has cancer, and everybody who is touched by, uh, by, the, by this, uh, I would say, this chance of life that you are giving to the kids, uh, is a supporter, became a supporter of chance and encourages friends to come and support our activities. And uh, so the, the next question uh, I have for you is, have you seen a change in, in the cure rates, uh, let's say, of, of these kids uh, once funding was established for them? Or do you well, know if there is? Absolutely, yes. You know the, uh, you know the Lebanese people have lots of pride. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. 
sometimes if they don't have the funds to come and get testing, testing, you know, MRIs, PET scans, etc., for their children, they just don't show up or keep on delaying their appointments so that they can have enough funds to be able to pay for their care. You know that not everybody in Lebanon has health insurance or social security or any coverage. And the Ministry of Health does not cover any outpatient procedures and even inpatient testing is not is not covered. And the budget is always small, always lacking medicines. We have lots of problems. So uh, delay in diagnosis and delay in care hampers definitely the survival rates. And once we, we tell the patients that don't worry about the financial, just get the testing that is needed, of course, the diagnosis is made earlier. The patients come at an earlier stage. There are no delays, and the cure rates will go higher uh, if the NGO, if chance, makes sure that everybody gets his medication on time. This also can improve the cure rates because, as you know, lack of medications, uh, low socioeconomic status with infections. So we, we do a lot of teaching about hygiene, about infections, about care, psychological support. We do all this. It's a comprehensive you want approach to the patient as a whole and his family we do uh, activities play dates parties for the kids so they can see what's at the end of the tunnel a person who just started treatment a family can see can meet another family who finished treatment and they can tell them that there is light at the end of the tunnel so all this uh, of course the support of the uh, of the, the chance association has an impact on the survival on access to care and on cure rates, absolutely. Of the patients. And and traditionally, chemotherapy has been covered, right, by the Ministry of Health, right? Well, not Correct. really. Well, not everything, because there is always shortage of medications. Uh, they are, you send the patient with a, with a prescription of 15 drugs, they come back with five of them. So there is shortage. Not all the medications are available. And for the past two years, we have seen a, a worldwide shortage of, of some medications. And recently in Lebanon, we have serious shortages since the economic crush and the blast and all the problems that Lebanon is facing, which makes it a lot harder for us as, a, as an oncologist to make sure that our patients are getting their medications on time. So with, with chance, we had to have uh, an additional, make additional efforts and have an extra network in order to make sure that everybody gets their medications. We, 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 have, we are not working with Switzerland in order to get uh, donations for medications or medic medic medications donated. Uh, we are having a very hard time finding the drugs that are missing, uh, contacting doctors that we know through my network to help us find the, the medications. The parents are making lots of efforts with us, helping each other. It's becoming very, very difficult to make sure that the uh, quality of care does not drop because of the problems that the country is facing. Right, because you can potentially even start somebody on chemotherapy, let's say, and not be able to find the next doses that you need for the drug. Absolutely, and that's very concerning. Yeah. Any delays, any skipping doses, any decrease in the doses can affect the cure rates. So uh, in order to be cured, the most important prognostic factor is the treatment. Yep. So yep. they have to get their treatment. They have to be able to access the hospitals. Chance also pays the hospital bills. Uh, which are, uh, you know, very high right. and puts a lot of load and burden on us. We pay the outpatient procedures, we pay the bills, we help cover all the all the financial gaps uh, of the families, even if they have, let's say, social security, we pay the difference. 
the Ministry of Health will play the difference. But now, all the budget of the Ministry of Health and the hospitals for the past year or so has gone to the COVID patients or other uh, cardiology, you know, open heart. So the budget for really the pediatric cancer patients is very is getting lower. Yeah. And uh, because of the COVID pandemic, uh, there is uh, the cancer uh, issue has become second line or like a second priority. But you know that cancer does not wait and that one day the COVID pandemic will subside, but cancer will uh, will not uh, will, will continue. Will stay, right, 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 right. Yeah. And, and yeah, as, as people know, I think we just touched on this. Uh, Lebanon has been through a, a severe economic crisis since at least October 2019, and it has been uh, worsening uh, over time, uh, which has placed limitations on imports of uh, medicines and, and other, other essential supplies even from outside. Uh, so, from, so from what I'm mean, hear from you, there has been, I guess, significant impact of the economic crisis on uh, the ability of your association to bring drugs and needed therapies for your patients, right? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. You know that the uh, Lebanon imports 80 to 90 percent of medical supplies and many medications. Yep. You know that the hospitals already, after the, uh, the, uh, the economic crash, they have serious problems. Uh, being being uh, funded or being paid by government-related uh, institutions, uh, the suppliers that supply the medications want their their payments made uh, very promptly, and uh, just a lot of uh, issues uh, in the, the hospitals is making sure that uh, that the medications and supplies and everything are being, being uh, provided on time. So for us, it's the same problem. We are having. Uh, more burden on the association. From our statistics, between 2019 and 2020, we had 45% increase more uh, requests for help. Some people who were, uh, some parents who were on social security because they were employees, have lost their jobs, so they don't have any coverage at all. So instead of us just covering the difference of the social security, now we have to cover the entire bill. So there's lots of uh, extra burden on the on the association, and at the same time, you have less opportunities to do events and to do and to do activities. So we are finding alternative ways. Now we have uh, for the past two years, we are online. People can donate online, and I want to thank everybody in the whole world, every Lebanese or non-Lebanese in the entire world, who are donating to the Children of Chance through our website. Um, we started online sales. We are now on totals. You know, totals is like you can order and they can deliver things to you. Yep. We are on any platforms, uh, international platforms, for support for um, getting things from the association to help the children. And we want to make sure that every child gets his chance of cure and doesn't get affected by what's happening around them. Right. And, and, and do you feel that there has been an impact of, of COVID-19 and the economic crisis on the amount of donations you're getting, or you've been able to work hard to circumvent some Absolutely. of that? There is, there is less. The COVID-19 and the economic crash have made our, uh, our events. We cannot do events. We cannot do gatherings. So this cuts down our donations by 70-80% because this is what, what we use where we use to get all our funds. So we are in serious, serious trouble. We are applying for grants everywhere. We are making a lot of efforts to find alternative sources of funding. Uh, we, are, we don't know how long we can sustain ourselves, six months, one year, if the situation stays like that. And yet we are engaged 
to the maximum with the families and we cannot abandon them in the middle of treatment. And I don't want to find myself one day looking at the family with a child with cancer and saying, no, we cannot uh, accept you or we cannot treat you or you cannot be admitted. Yeah, yeah. And so, so far you have not had to do that yet, right? So far we have not had to do that. Now we okay. have refused patients who, are, who want transplant or very highly costly procedures that we cannot afford anyway. But we have not had to stop uh, the, the funding of our patient in the middle of treatment or, or, uh, or refuse a child. But I don't know how long we can sustain ourselves, and this worries me and worries the chance board uh, you know, all the time. Yeah. Now, last year, chance was, uh, you know, because of the due diligence and all the 18 years of, uh, of helping people that we had, you know, we were able to register chance as an international organization in uh, Geneva. And uh, this uh, puts us at another, at another I would say, uh, level in terms of international recognition of the impact of chance in uh, the Lebanese community and also the, the community that lives in Lebanon. You know, right, also right. We have the big problem of refugees, that you know, two million refugees who have children who also are putting a burden on the healthcare system in Lebanon. And these are kids that are innocent and it's not their fault. They are a victim of the political systems in the Middle East. Right, right. Yeah, and we talked about, I think you registered in Switzerland now, you still don't have uh, you don't have 501c3 status in the in the U.S. No, uh, one day. I hope yeah. one day we can do yeah. that so yeah. uh, people can also get tax-deductible donations, I guess, <laughs> and more, more. Lots of Lebanese in the U.S. want to help, but they don't. Uh, they don't really know how. They can always go to our website and donate online and purchase our stuff and write nice things to the children and support them emotionally and uh, mentally. The families are going through very difficult times. They are moving uh, uh, our hospitals. Many pediatric oncology wards were destroyed after the explosion. Right. Many of the child, children with cancer had to be displaced to other hospitals and short notice being put in another setup. And because of the COVID pandemic, some of the pediatric floor are being transformed into COVID floors and the children are being placed in another ward, uh, which puts also extra stress on the families. Right, and as you touched on that, I think, I mean, over since 2019-2020, Lebanon has been through a multitude of, of crises that happened at the same time, including the economic crisis, the big port blast on August 4th, which destroyed actually uh, a, a, some big hospitals in Beirut and partially destroyed others, and then the COVID-19 pandemic, which is raging right now in Lebanon with hospital beds full of uh, COVID patients, which is taking away uh, from the care of other patients uh, because of, because one, the beds are taken, and number two, the resources are being used in a lot of the COVID patients at this point. Absolutely. And many doctors also are leaving the country because they want to have a stable life with their families, which we understand. And, uh, it's also the, the manpower. And, uh, we are losing great doctors. You're an example of one of those that Lebanon lost, but you are doing a lot from far away. And being a doctor now for me in 2021 is not just about administering medications or giving a prescription for medications. It's the total social engagement with the patient at head and soul, if you want. Right, right, because right, you right. have to be the social worker and the psychologist the supporter and the fundraiser and everything for the patients in order to sustain the care. Right, you can't just right. be uh, limited 
to just giving medications, which puts a lot of responsibilities on the doctors, which shouldn't be the doctor's responsibilities if we are in a country or in a system that is functioning. Right, but right, you, right. We have no choice, and it's so much, such a, brings such a joy and pride to see all the cancer survivors. And you know, we're establishing established the first cancer survival program with Chance, and uh, we have a, you know, a Hopefully, we spoke to you about that before you left the first cancer survival clinic uh, at LAU. We were still working on that, but everything everything is on hold. You feel like our lives, our careers, and everything is kind of a, in a turmoil and on hold at the same time. Right, I, I know that. I mean, I, I witnessed part of that because since since the, the revolution in 2000, October 2019, things have been uh, relatively unstable. We can say that it has put a lot of the plans uh, of a lot of things on hold because of that. Uh, yeah, and I mean, you said, I mean, smart doctors are leaving, but also a lot of smart doctors are staying. Like uh, like you, you're still you're still battling on. And, and that's impressive. So, <laughs> so can you give us, so what's what's uh, what's the chance, I'm going to put it on my podcast too, but just to say it here too, what's the website for Chance and the best website to donate to? www.chanceassociation.org Yep. And they can email us also at chanceassociation at gmail.com. Yep. So the website is www.chanceassociation.org. We also have Instagram and Facebook. And please, they can follow our news and they can write us uh, their messages and they can give us ideas and they can uh, put their qualifications, you know, at the service of the, the children. There's nothing more... There's nothing nicer than the joy of giving. And I think this is what keeps us and sustains us in Lebanon, is seeing the gratitude of the families and the gratitude of the children, the eyes of the children. You've seen them on the floor, full of life, full of desire to survive. And you look at them and you say, I can't abandon them. I mean, no way. You, know, you have to keep going. Right, exactly. And and once, the, 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 because I think people might, might ask this question, so when you donate to your website, does the money go to a Lebanese bank or does it go <laughs> to a more secure location? <laughs> it goes to a Lebanese bank. And when it is coming from outside of Lebanon, they do, they do okay, they do take a percent, but they do give the money and it helps a lot for covering the hospital bills. There is yeah. also, they can always donate to, to Chance International in Geneva also and it goes there to be able to purchase. We just purchased medications yesterday and now we were able to uh, bring five uh, boxes of medications that were not available in Lebanon and this is why I'm so happy today because after two weeks of suffering and trying to get these medications for the children, we got them right on time. Like I had a boy with a platelet count of 9,000, that's not responsive to everything. To anything, I was able to get him one uh, uh, trombo bag from overseas. Excellent. And and so, do you have a preference? Like, if people want to donate, do you have a preference whether they should donate to uh, your Chance International or to uh, which which helps you better? Like yeah. donations internationally yeah. or inter yeah. donations in Lebanon? Yeah. Yeah. The most important is to not to forget that these children are, a are in a race against their disease, they are in a race for their lives, and uh, it is our duty to continue to support uh, their, their uh, I would say, their battle for living and for, for uh, eating cancer. Great, 
great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Rula, for uh, for doing this uh, podcast with me. And just just in summary, I think we've discussed we've discussed uh, you're you're moving back to Lebanon, and then you're establishing this great uh, association over there, which is. Uh, helping a lot of uh, kids and hopefully uh, I will I will list all the websites on the, on the podcast and hopefully people will uh, donate to your uh, organization and and help the kids uh, in need at these hard times in, in Lebanon. Thank you. And I want to say that February 4 is World Cancer Day and February 15 is International Childhood Cancer Day and we are having a very nice event from the glass, the broken glass of Beirut. We are making with a local artist art pieces uh, with the children and we're going to display it on uh, International Childhood Cancer Day so stay tuned to watch what creativity we have from the rebels and from the destruction what kinds of creativity we have to promote life and to promote hope and to promote uh, Lebanon overall the Lebanon that we love and that we want to rise again yep, hopefully it will it will rise again soon hopefully uh, Thanks for all your efforts, Kanyin. We are proud of doctors like you and proud to get to know you and to have had the opportunity to work with you. And I want to thank you for all what you're doing from afar. I know that part of your heart is in Lebanon. And all yes. of us that have left Lebanon, we always felt that part of us remains here. It is our roots and it is our soil and it is our ancestors and our children that we are you know, pushing forward. We right. never forget uh, our country. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, thank you, Rula. Thanks. Bye, thanks, Bye. Bye. Bye.